Today is Sunday, January 14th, 2018. Uh, let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Uh, welcome to 2018. It's our first broadcast of the year. I uh, hope everybody's new year has started off well, that you've already broken a few of your uh, resolutions, but keeping some of them, so that, that would be good if you could do that. We always start off the new year is pretty great. My wife makes what she calls magic ham. It's uh, I don't know what's in it, but it's a really good ham, and it brings good luck for the year, and we had that, so it's good, and it makes it more challenging because my wife, as I've mentioned before, is is now a, a vegetarian, so she begrudgingly made magic ham, but still, I, I still think that it'll, it should be good luck, despite how begrudging that luck was granted. So, yay, 2018. All right, let's see what's happening in the funnies. Our first comic of the day is Pearls Before Swine by Stephen Pastis. In this episode, a pig and a mouse are walking around saying, um, you know, and the pig says, how are your shopping over the holidays? And the mouse goes, oh, everything's great. You know, I uh, I bought everything online this year, you know, because it's easier. And the pig says, yeah, me too. It's great doing that. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, and the pig finally says, well, did you get everything you wanted? And the mouse goes, well, there was this one book I wanted for my mom, but I couldn't find it. And then they go, well, hey, let's let's go to Fred, the, the bookstore guy. He knows everything, and he'll he'll have the perfect book. And they go, oh, that's a great idea. And so they go to Fred's bookshop, and that's shoppy, actually, because it's two P's and an E. And there's a big sign on it that says, out of business. And the mouse goes, well, he sure let us down. And the pig says, how dare he? The joke here is that uh, the pig and the mouse... Uh, instead of supporting their local retailer, uh, went online, and then they can't handle the fact that the convenience uh, and knowledge of a local family-owned store, individual-owned store, is not available to them anymore because they do not see that that there is a problem, and lo, they are indeed a part thereof. Our next comic of the day is the Griswells. In this episode, a porcupine and a bear. Uh, a porcupine and a bear are just walking around. And uh, the porcupine goes, I thought those hipsters were kind of funny. And the bear goes, yeah, they were okay, I guess. And then the bear spits something out and says, Patui. Or P-T-U. Yeah, Patui. P-T-U-I. Exclamation point. But now I'm going to be hacking up tiny little man buns for the rest of the day. And the joke here is that he is a bear and he ate the hipster. Because that's what bears do is they eat people. That's what that's that's what bears do. And uh, in this case, he ate a hipster, but the man bun got caught in his, his throat. All right, our next comic of the day is Marmaduke. And in this episode, uh, Marmaduke and the kid are... And I'm sorry, it's an episode entitled Game Over. Uh, the kid throws a ball for Marmaduke, and Marmaduke kind of just strolls after it and gets it, and then kind of comes slowly back and then throws it, spits it on the ground. And the grandfather says, oh, uh, how's it going there, kid? And the kid says, why, it's terrible. All of the Marmadukes get up and go, got up and went. What? The joke, the joke here is that Marmaduke is being lazy and he's not exhibiting the same level of enthusiasm that once he did because he's an older dog, I guess. And, you know, because the expression is he's got get up and go. Well, that get up and go got up and went. And that's not a joke that anyone's ever made in any form whatsoever. 
Um, as you know, also in Marmaduke on Sundays, there's a dog gone funny story. And this one, uh, let's see if it's even worth talking about. Uh, some people have a black lab named Eddie who wakes them up with kisses every morning at six. Um, and then, wait. Okay, so the, then there's another dog. He then woke up his dog. Okay, Eddie wakes up his buddy dog. His dog, Buddy, who's named Bauer. So it's Eddie and Bauer. These people are enthusiasts of a of a clothing line. Um, so for breakfast, their bowls are placed side by side. And if they aren't perfectly aligned, Eddie and Bauer move them until they... They are. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not telling the story appropriately. They don't move them. They just stare at the bowls until until they're fixed because Eddie and Bauer are uh, dogs with odd problems. Uh, they're named again for a clothing line, outdoor clothing line. I guess they lost their other dogs, LL and Bean. All right, our next uh, comic of the day is Ripley's Believe It or Not. And Ripley's Believe It or Not is just a series of intriguing facts. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but there is one today that, that, has, that states that then it's got a picture of Winnie the Pooh with a, an X through him, a green X. And uh, the fact is that Winnie the Pooh images have been banned from the internet in China. Uh, interesting fact. I don't know why China would do that, but suffice to say they have done so. But what's uh, interesting, arguably, about this one is the headline for the fact, which is, No Pooh for You. Wow. And the joke there is that... that uh, Winnie the Pooh sounds like, his name sounds like Pooh. Our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles. And this in this episode, Mr. Pickles, we, we hear Mrs. Pickles from the room saying, I think the Cadillac is here. And then Mr. Pickles comes in and goes, huh, what Cadillac? Is it my birthday? And she goes, what? Nobody say anything about a Cadillac. He goes, you did. You just said, I think the Cadillac is here. And she says, no, I said, I think a cat likes it here. Her cat's sitting on her lap. And then Mr. Pickle goes, oh, well, you shouldn't get my hopes up like that. And the joke here is that Mr. Pickles has poor hearing, and he's blaming others for his shortcomings. Our next comic of the day is Herb and Jamal by Stephen Bentley. In this episode, the Reverend is sitting in the diner, and a guy comes in and goes, hey, Reverend, can you help me with a problem? And he starts going through for, and I'm not going to read it because it's just way too much. It's like five panels of him talking about his he and his girlfriend he just rattles on. The, the minister or the reverend doesn't say anything. And then finally the guy goes, hey, wait, I get it. I shouldn't fight with her over every little thing. Hey, that's great advice. Thanks, reverend. And the guy walks out. And then the reverend goes, you know, sometimes to be thought of as wise, it's sometimes best to just keep your mouth shut. Ooh. And the joke here is that the reverend didn't do or say a thing, and yet he is considered wise by the man who talked through his own problems. And you know... That's that's not really a joke so much as a, a helpful tip that sometimes you can help other people just by just by listening. If we could all just listen more, everything would be better. So just listen. Have a friend. Let a friend talk to you. That's all. Our next comic of the day is The Wizard of Id. In this episode, you know what? There's a pre-joke. I'm not even going to read it because I don't want to. But here, here's the main joke. Today, it's it's medieval social media. And, uh, oh, man, okay, and in, 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 in the corner of the first panel of that, it says MySpace, and it shows a large man who's very stinky and people avoiding him. That's his space in medieval 
you get it in medieval times. LinkedIn is our next example, and it's look at that. It's two guys in a dungeon. They're linked together by chains. Uh, next one is Foursquare, and it shows a guy throwing uh, food at the wall, I guess in disdain. So that's like a review on Foursquare. Uh, Tumblr shows uh, a castle dropping boulders to knock some people down, I guess. And then finally is Facebook, and it's, um, there's well, it's a several heads that have been severed and impaled on spikes and are sitting in a, a yard. Really, that's that's in the comics, is, is uh, a multitude of severed heads impaled on spikes. And that's Facebook. That's Facebook there. That's uh, disturbing and uh, arguably funny. All right, our next comic of the day is Crankshaft. In this episode, uh, Crankshaft is making himself dinner. Uh, he's having a little monologue to himself saying, oh, it looks like nobody's home, so I'm going to make one of these frozen dinners. Then he goes to the ritual of setting, turning on the oven, setting up a timer, and so on. Then he goes, all right, this won't take too long now, which is great because I'm really hungry. And then in the final panel, we see that he's turned on the oven, but the... TV dinner, the frozen dinner itself, is just sitting there by the oven. The joke here is that Crankshaft has forgotten to put the TV dinner in the oven because he is uh, forgetful. And uh, he'll be very disappointed when he comes back and finds that his TV dinner's still sitting there all a-frozen and not meant for consumption. It's a joke. Our next comic of the day is Mother Goose and Grimm by Mike Peters. In this episode, uh, oh, look, we, we, are, we are having a theme today about bears. In this episode, there's two polar bears um, who are, one of them's yanking a, uh, a foot out of an igloo, and the other bear is motioning to some friends off camera saying, hey, come on, everybody, Eskimo pies. <sighs> the joke here is that um, there's a type of dessert an old frozen treat called an Eskimo pie, which is really just vanilla ice cream covered in chocolate. Uh, it's like a it's like a Klondike bar, but the joke here is that they're no for a polar bear they're going to actually eat an Eskimo who is covered by an igloo because they are they are vicious. Bears are vicious. Do not be. That's why that's why China has prohibited Winnie the Pooh because the bears are vicious and bears pretending to be friendly. Without pants are even worse, I suppose. Anyway, sorry, I went off on a bear tangent there. Uh, our next comic of the day is um, Hagar the Horrible. In this episode, uh, Hagar's leaving the house and his wife says, Now don't forget, we're having steak for dinner tonight. And then uh, Hagar's wandering around and goes, Hmm, wonder what I'll have for lunch today. Hey, how about steak? And he goes into a steakhouse. It's a two-steak day for Hagar. Oh, happy day. That is the happiest of days a man can have. That A day when he can have two two steaks. But their wife is likely to put the kibosh on that if they find out. Believe you me, uh, particularly if they're now a vegetarian and think it's horrific to have two steaks in a day or a week. Uh, but... Once again, I digress. Anyway, Hagar goes into the uh, restaurant. And he orders a steak, and the waiter brings it up, and the steak is sizzling. We know this because it's saying sizzle, sizzle. And uh, Hagar goes, hey, that's uh, that's great. It's a sizzling steak. I love it. Tell the chef that someone taught him well. And the uh, waiter goes, well, actually, I, I just had a really good ventriloquism teacher. And then Hagar goes, all right, you can stop. 
and the joke here is that the waiter is making it sound like the steak is sizzling, even though it is not. Uh, so presumably it is not a sizzling hot steak. It may just be a cold slab of meat. But that's a joke. That's a joke there with Hagar the Horrible. Our next comic oh, today, you know what that sound means. It means it's the family circus. And then this episode, Dolly, Jeffy, and PJ are standing outside in the snow uh, looking angelic because that's what they do sometimes. And uh, uh, Jeffy says, when it snows, I like to listen to the quiet because it's quiet outside when it snows and that's what the children enjoy is listening listening to the quiet of the new fallen snow and uh that's not even arguably funny so good job good job there just having kids looking at snow and listening to nothing (sighs) finally today andy cap is drunk This program was brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright Law Dog Productions, LLC. To contact us, email joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. And if you'd like to support The Howling Monkey, you can do so on Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash thehowlingmonkey.